Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. It's a private survey. It's between you and God. Me and God. Here's the question. Why are you here today? I want you to think about that. Why are you here today? The idea of assembling is something we need to consider and ask why. Why is this our weekly time? Some would say, Jesus, yes. Church, no. I remember hearing this back in the 1970s and 80s. We were coming out of a time in the 1950s and 60s when, generally speaking, religion was on an uprise. And amongst all the groups of different churches, Churches of Christ were one of the fastest growing in the country. And then came the 70s and 80s. And there seemed to have been a rebellion to religion in general. I'll take Jesus. But I don't care for his church. Some probably got there because they were disillusioned by some Christians in some churches somewhere. And that caused them to cause everybody else to say or cause them to say about everybody else, you're just like them. I don't want to be a part. Some probably have the idea, I don't want to be controlled by some human organization telling me what to do. Still others have probably said, I don't want to be there. I have better things to do. It's a matter of convenience. I want to hold on to the Christ. I want to hold on to Jesus but I don't want to be inconvenienced with having to be concerned about a church. You're here today because either you see this as a command and you can't get away from it, and it would bother your mind if you were not here. Or, we are here today because we love Jesus. Make no mistake about it. Assembling on the first day of the week is absolutely a command from God. I know it because in Acts 2 and 42... The disciples continued in the teaching of the apostles. And in Acts 20 and 7, 
they came together on the first day of the week. Why did they do that? They were taught to. It's a command. And the Hebrew writer even said, don't you forsake assembling together. Hebrews 10 and 25. So I know it's a command handed down from the apostles from God. But there's also a way in which it is a command because God appointed shepherds for a local church. And the Hebrew writer in chapter 13 said, You obey those who rule over you as they who must give account for your souls that they may do it with joy and not with grief. So there is a way in which it is a command to assemble because our shepherds say, this is what we're going to do. Don't ever mistake that there is a command. But if I never rise in my Christian walk above the command... I'm missing out on the spirit of what Jesus calls us to. I really believe this. I believe attendance in worship, just sitting in a pew, is what I would call the least common denominator of Christianity. Anybody can do that. Anybody who claims to love Jesus can assemble for worship. Anybody. It doesn't take anything special. Oh, I know parents have to fight children from time to time. I get that. But we do that in a restaurant. We do that shopping in a grocery store. We do that driving in a car, going on vacation. So we do it in worship. But it's the least common denominator. It's just not special as it relates to individual talent. That's why today is Involvement Sunday. And in just a few minutes, we're going to hear about involvement in this place. But while some may say, Jesus, yes, and church, no, the Bible declares, Jesus, yes, church, yes. It is not even logical to claim to love Jesus and then have an attitude about the church that is take it or leave it, convenience or not. Let me show you why. If you want Jesus without the church, 
You want the husband without the bride. I have betrothed you to one husband that I might present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 2. If you want Jesus without the church, you want a body. You want a head without a body. You can't separate those. The text just read says he is the head of the body. Jesus, yes, the head. I don't need the body. If you want Jesus without a church, you want the Savior without the saved. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus, Acts 4 and 12. If you want Jesus and not the church, you're asking for a cornerstone without a building. Ephesians 2, 19. Paul writing said that Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. And he said, I am building you up as a building to God. The Ephesian writer is saying that if you want the cornerstone, you must also take the building. If you want Jesus without the church, you're trying to separate the son and the brother from his family. 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 18. Jesus writing said, I'll make you my brothers and sisters to my father and you are sons and daughters. Jesus is the son of God. We are sons of God. He is our brother. Do we want to separate the family? If you want Jesus without the church, you're asking to hold on to the shepherd, but let the sheep go by the way. When the chief shepherd appears, 1 Peter 5 in verse 4, Peter was talking about Jesus, who is the chief shepherd, under whom the shepherds of a local flock congregation serve. He is the chief shepherd. Do you want the shepherd without the sheep? Which one of these things are you willing to say, I will take but leave the other? So what does it mean? What does it mean to say church 
Yes. It means I'm committed. I've made a commitment. I've signed on the dotted line. I'm all in. I want to be a part. Because in my commitment to, I am also connected. I'm not just sitting in a pew. I'm connected to everyone who is here as best I can be. And I'm connected to God through this place. And this commitment and this connection says, I am involved. There's a place for me. There's a work for me. I share. I'm a partner. You can count on me. And to whatever degree that I refuse to be a part of the church, to that degree, I simply say, I'll take Jesus, but I don't want the rest of it. No single Christian can be involved in everything that a local church does. Nobody's asking for that. But every Christian ought to be involved in something that the local church is doing, and that something needs to be more than sitting in a pew. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever get frustrated when a part of your body just doesn't work anymore like it did? Is anybody experiencing that? Went to the chiropractor and he did an x-ray. And he goes, man, your hips are just not lined right. That's why I'm having trouble standing up after sitting for a while. At least I hope that's what it is. How about when your memory begins to fade and you say, I can't remember what I used to remember. Does that frustrate you? When a piece of your body just doesn't work? May I ask you a question? Does Jesus get frustrated when a piece of his body is not working? Does it bother Jesus when the eye, the ears, the mouth, the nose, the feet, the hands, the legs, the arms, the head, and so on, and so on, and so on, are not functioning. I guarantee you he's frustrated. Because you can't say Jesus yes and church no. 
to take Jesus is to take his church. If you claim to love Jesus and you've never been immersed to have your sins removed, you don't really love him yet. If you are refusing to be a part of that family. And if I am not a person involved, committed and connected, that I don't really love Jesus as much as I say. Because it must be Jesus, yes. Church, yes. If you need the help of Jesus today and his church, we're here for you. Our shepherds are here to meet with you. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.